And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. It's my privilege to be joining you today. Hang on to your seats, friends. Today, I am giving away the farm, the secret sauce, the secret recipe, if you will, to those of us at Lifestyles Unlimited as real estate investors. Lifestyles Unlimited has a track record of creating the best real estate investors in the United States for over 30 years. That is not a blind statement. In fact, the last 16, maybe the last 17 now, one of our members has been recognized by the National Apartment Association as the best of the best in the industry that year, the best investor, the best apartment owner. Think about that for a second. There are I don't know how many apartment communities across the United States, hundreds of thousands, at least maybe millions. I'm not entirely sure how many apartment communities there are. Anything above a five unit property is considered an apartment community. And the fact that one of our members, at least the last 16, maybe the last 17 years in a row, one year after another, has been recognized by the National Apartment Association as the best owner of the year. Frankly, that's incredible. But how do we do it? That's what I'm going to share today. How is this even possible? Everyone has a hook, right? I get emails from skeptics all the time about us as real estate investors, that it doesn't work, that we don't make the returns we say we do, that none of this is real, that it's not possible. And the fact that we've been doing it for 30 years, year in and year out, it's laughable. And I, I know Dell even occasionally gets some emails from people. And he just, I'm sure he just shrugs his shoulders and doesn't even put any time into it because of what he's been able to accomplish as a real estate investor, what I've been able to accomplish as a real estate investor, what thousands of Lifestyles Unlimited members have been able to accomplish as real estate investors. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I know hundreds of people that have turned their life around, that have changed it, that have built substantial net worth, that have created substantial passive income month in and month out. And then here's another excuse, my favorite, as a matter of fact. Well, your program costs too much. Come on. That, that is absolutely my favorite. If, if I came to you and I said, if you do what I say, and you follow this plan, then one day in the near future, not 30 years from now, not 40 years from now, near future, you will have passive income. In fact, you'll have passive income almost immediately if you start investing in real estate. But you'll have passive income, you'll become financially free, and you will have a net worth in the seven figures. I know several that have it in the eight figures. What, what would the value of that program be to you? I assure you what we do is real, and it's the Lifestyles Unlimited model that is the secret to our success, if you want to call it a secret. 
I want to say this. Honestly, what we do as real estate investors is no secret. But people seem to think it's a secret. I get the emails, but it's really no secret. It is essentially just the best practices of the best strategies of real estate investing. Best product, best price with superior management. What does that mean? Well, that's, and let's talk about it so you can incorporate this into your strategy of real estate investing. So by best product, what we mean, are we saying go out and buy a four or five, six hundred thousand dollar property to rent? No. Now, we want the best product in the neighborhood, in the best neighborhood. So it's not the nicest neighborhood. It's not the worst neighborhood. The magic is in the middle, okay? Go find an everyday neighborhood, and that's where you want to purchase. You want to, not off the beaten path, not 10 miles out in the country where you got to take a left at the big oak tree and then look for the this and, and the dirt road on the right and find it. That's not going to work. You want to be in an every day neighborhood layout let's talk about what kind of property you want i recommend a three two two what does that mean three bedroom two bath two car garage joe everyday house right we want a product that is essentially the majority of folks that are looking to rent a house would be interested in or they would be a candidate for we Look, I'm not saying that we don't have members that take a a two-one, right? Two-bedroom, one-bath and make it work. Or they take the property with the converted garage and make it work. Or they take condos and make it work. And we don't necessarily recommend condos. There's a lot of issues with that as well. But we have investors that invest in all sorts of rental assets and they make it work. They're a little more experienced at the time. If you're starting out, stick with bread and butter, meat and potatoes, whatever you want to call it. Three, two, two, three bedroom, two bath, two car garage, not some strange layout. And and by that, I'll tell you, I was looking at a property one time, walked into the master bedroom and they had obviously redone the kitchen at some point and they took all the kitchen cabinets and it's like they didn't want to throw the old ones away. So they just installed them in that back bedroom. It was weird. Now, I didn't buy that house, and it wasn't because of that. There were some other reasons, but I I would have taken that out. But that's strange, right? If somebody wants to rent a property, they want a normal, everyday property. Now, Best Product also talks about the level of rehab, okay? I'm going to get – I'll get into that a little deeper, but I want you to fix everything. This property needs to be clean and functional. If the air conditioner is 12 years old – and it's holding on with duct tape and bailing wire, you're going to need to get a new air conditioner, okay? No one wants to live in a property or rent a property, and the AC is on the skirts. You're going to have a uh, essentially a disgruntled resident in that property. Fix everything. The hot water heater is old. Get a new one. If there's the plumbing leaks, fix it. This needs to be clean and functional. Everything needs to work. The appliances need to work. Everything needs to work. The roof needs to be watertight. Uh, the fence needs to be fixed. You don't want holes in the fence. So best product is it's the neighborhood. It's the layout. It's the level of rehab. Okay, so I said fix everything. Now let's talk about the level of rehab. Are we going to go in and put crown molding and uh, essentially stainless appliances in this property? No. Well, 
Maybe. Not necessarily the crown molding. You're not going to get any extra on the crown molding. But there are times when stainless appliances make sense and times when they don't. You want to upgrade that property to the level of the neighborhood, okay? You're not going to drive greater rents because you've got stainless appliances and everything else in the neighborhood is your traditional black or, or white appliances. It's not going to make a difference. Now, if everything in the neighborhood is granite countertops and stainless appliances, that is a level of rehab decision. And yes, you need to do that. Okay. So level of rehab is important. This is where your GC can help you. This is where a mentor can help you. This is where fellow real estate investors can help you. And then location. Okay. That neighborhood uh, preferably needs to be in a community, a city, or a county with good economic growth, right? Good potential for jobs. You want an area that is going to drive the economy in a upward, in, in an upward direction, right? A, a good area, good neighborhood, good location, a good politics, good. Essentially, you're in a community where uh, the city managers understand private property practices. They understand uh, that crime is not good and they're working on it. Now you can't guarantee essentially a safe property, but if, if you're doing the right things in the right neighborhood, the location, the level of rehab and fixing everything, you're going to be fine. Now, the second part of that best price, Mike, what does best price mean? Well, it doesn't mean the most expensive, and it doesn't mean the least expensive. If everything in the neighborhood is renting for $1,800 a month, and you've got a great, clean, functional 322 in that same neighborhood, looks great, shows well, you could come in at 17, or, you know, at 1825 or uh, or excuse me, you can come in just $25 less or $50 less than what everything else in the neighborhood is asking, right? You've got a better product at just maybe a smooch less than what everything else or what the highest, most expensive product is going for. But you want to essentially be right in line there. So that just that little smooch underneath the most expensive out there, if you've got the best product and you've got that price, you're going to attract a lot of folks to that property. That's what we want to do is we want to drive traffic to the property. You want to have the ability to get the best people in that property. And then the last part of that best product, best price, superior management. What does that mean? Well, if you self-manage, you need to be a good manager. You need to understand what you're doing. You need to be responsive to the resident. When they call or when they email, preferably, there needs to be a response within 24, probably no longer than 48 hours. I know that if I had an issue and I was renting a property and it took someone three, four, five days to get back to me, I'm beginning to have a sour taste in my mouth and maybe that isn't the property for me to stay in. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll continue talking best product, best price with superior management on the other side. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. For 30 years, I've taken the smartest people I could find and then held them up as examples for you guys to learn from. We're all only as strong as our best people. But the best part about this is that these best people 
are willing to give back. Ready to learn from the best? It starts with our free online workshop. Stop depending on your paycheck. Quit worrying about retirement. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mike Harrison. If you have any questions or comments or like to learn more about real estate investing or Lifestyles Unlimited, please send me an email. I'm here to help. My email address is askmike at luinc.com. Today I'm talking about the secret to our success, and it's really no secret, but it is a strategy that we utilize that we teach here at Lifestyles Unlimited in regards to investing in real estate, what makes it work. We've got certain rules that we use. I'm not talking about those rules here, but I'm essentially talking about the overall strategy, and that's best product at the best price with superior neighborhood. And it, it sounds like a very simple statement. It's pretty deep. If you missed that last segment, you're going to want to go back and pick it up. Now, what kind of client will our product attract? And it is a product, and this is a business, okay? You've got to think of it like a business. We are business owners. We are supplying a product to the market, okay? What kind of client will our product attract? Well, I will tell you, if you're sticking with that 322 good, decent, everyday neighborhood, good economics, good job options in the area. I will tell you, the majority of people that are looking to rent a property will be interested in your product. That's where we want to focus. We want to essentially go after the largest school of fish, not the 1%, not the 10%. We want to target the 70%. So because our product, because it is clean, it is functional, we made we fixed everything right that that automatically makes you better than a lot of the other and i hate this word landlords in the neighborhood we're not landlords we are property owners because i promise you a lot of people think the way that you essentially create income by owning a rental property is to to essentially squeeze every penny out of it right that's the 10-year 10-year-old air conditioner, the 12-year-old hot water heater. They're just they're going to they're going to stick it on the market and those are going to be disgruntled renters or smart renters are going to look at that stuff and they're going to go, "Wow, I like this product. It's got a new AC, it's got a new hot water heater, they put a tile backsplash in the kitchen, we've got new appliances. This is really nice." So again, we're going to be able to essentially find our resident from 70% of available renters. Now, Here's, here's another pro tip that comes with that. If you're utilizing best product, best price with superior management, what does that allow you to do? Again, you've got this giant pool of people that want your product, okay? So you've got demand, okay? Demand's important. Economics 101, you want demand. If you've got demand, now you can be a selective screener. You should be a selective screener no matter what. That is so important. A lot of amateurs or people just beginning don't realize just how important the screening part is. What do I mean by screening? You have a potential resident that wants to rent your property. You will put them through a background check, okay? There are vendors that we have, and they can literally go online, and they pay a fee, $35, $50, what have you. They enter their information, 
and that information is protected, and then you'll get a report back. I screen my residents five ways. Credit history, previous rental history, job history, criminal background, and a pedophile check. Okay? Now, there are some of those. Obviously, the pedophile, you're out. I'm not renting to you. Sorry. You're not my resident, and you're not going to be in my property. And God forbid, well, I'm not even going to go down that road. But this is your investment. And if you've got the demand and you're doing the screening, put the best person in that property that you can. Now, oftentimes, I have three, four, or five qualified renters. I am able to pick the best out of that, right? Isn't that nice if you can say, well, this one has the longest job history with a, a great income. So you can kind of sort through and, and pick which person that you would like to rent your property. And if you're doing the background check, you're doing everything you can to essentially set that property up, put that person in the property, get a good person in the property. The rent's going to get paid on the first and everything's going to run smoothly. So the screening is so, so important. Now, criminal history, is that always a deal breaker? For me, no. Um, I rented to a felon one time and it was um, extenuating circumstances. It came back uh, that he had a felony. And so I went back. Other than that, it was a husband and a wife, Everything else checked out on on uh, their credit history, their job history. Everything was great. And this one felony came back, and essentially I got back and said, explain this. And he, this is really a sad story. When he was 17, and 17-year-olds, 17 uh, look, bad things happen to good people. 17-year-olds do dumb things. And he vandalized his high school, him and a couple of other guys, and... Um, he got arrested, and when they arrested him, they found marijuana, and uh, I guess he was turning 18 the next day or, or thereafter or within a couple of days, and um, they charged him with a felony. This was literally maybe 25 years in his past. Other than that, the man had been doing everything right, working hard, job, family, kids, everything. I rented to those folks, and they stayed in my property I want to say uh, at least four years, and they took good care of the property. So it's you've got to have your own criteria, but at least do that background check. When you're not doing the background check and you get a surprise and you get the wrong person in there, um, that's on you, okay? That's your fault. That's not their fault. So find the right resident. They're going to respect the lease. They're going to respect the property, and chances are they're going to stay greater than two years. Why is that important? When if if you've got a property, and this is another reason why we stay away from the high end, the the more expensive homes. Typically, those people are only staying for a year. Maybe they just got transferred and they're in the city, and they're trying to. Where are we going to live? In the meantime, we'll rent this property. Okay. When you get into that, those folks move out pretty much every time after one year. They go buy their own house or they figure out where they want to be, and they move on. Well, you lose money in the turn. Every time you have a turn, you've got to do the make ready. You've got to do the marketing. You've got to re-lease that property to the next residents that come along. So you want your resident preferably to stay two plus. I, I know folks that, that have rental property and people have been there five, six, seven, eight, nine years. I've had some stay in my properties over five years. So 
uh, if you can get that right person and they are going to respect the property, they want to be there, they're happy to be there, chances are they're going to stay for some period of time. It needs to be run in a orderly manner and it and the folks managing it, whether that's yourself or third party, need to be responsive. So important. Take care of your resident. That's your customer. Take care of them. You want them to stay. You want them to be happy. You want them to enjoy living in your product. Now, how can the Lifestyles Unlimited model protect you in a market downturn? Huh? Interesting. What happens in a downturn? Real estate values may drop. That is true. Historically, when real estate values drop, typically single digits, if you're in some of these hotter markets, uh, not necessarily markets where we would invest, but you may see greater drops than that, okay? Typically, a real estate valuation drop is not for long. We're not necessarily seeing that here. Things are flat, but they're still trending upwards, just not as fast. I had a house go up 23% in one year. We're not seeing 23% valuations going up, but we're seeing flat or single digit growth on the value. But yeah, real estate values may drop. Okay. But that doesn't matter. You don't have to sell, right? That's not the play in a downturn. If you've got a great resident in a great property, you don't have to sell. You just write it out. Think about the, and you're protected if you do have to sell. Think of this. So if you're buying these properties the way we teach, which is typically a home that is in need of some rehab and some repair. So you're getting it less than after repaired value. So let's say you make a 20% a equity capture at the purchase and you're also bringing additional money down. So your equity in this property could easily exceed 30%, maybe much more than that. So if you have to sell in the downturn, are you protected? Sure, you have all this equity in there. An 8% drop in real estate value is not going to kill you if you've got 30% equity. Now, I'm just saying the play is not to sell during the town time. The, the play is to, is to sell when the market is hot or on top. But you're protected because you have a lease on the property. Rent's due on the first. You've got a great resident in there. So the long play is to keep renting the home. Cash flow monthly. Now, what else happens in a market downturn? Well, interesting enough, rental demand increases. It increases. Now, if you've got the best product at the best price with great management, superior management, so you followed the Lifestyles Unlimited model, uh, and this product's in a, in a great location, guess what? More demand just makes your product much more attractive to renters, to potential renters, okay? There's a finite amount of product on the market. There's a finite amount of great places to rent. And if you're looking good, if you're doing it right, you're going to be just fine. Now, if you're in a city or a state or a county with economic blight, poor politics, I can't help you for the problems coming your way, for the crazy rules or laws that may come down your way. So again, this is your wealth. This is your investment. This is your future. You need to know where those investment dollars are being spent. So make sure you're putting them in, in a good area. Best product, best price with superior management. Let's talk a little more 
about management. Let's get into some of the nuances of management. You know, best product or superior management is a very generic statement. So I want to get into some tighter nuances. Let's talk about communication. Know your resident, right? If you've got baby boomers that are renting your property from you, how do they want to communicate with you? I, I promise you, the baby boomers, they either want to talk to you in person or by a phone call. They like it. They like the the interaction. They like seeing you. They like talking to you. They like hearing your voice. It's just how that generation does business. Now, millennials, how do they like to communicate? Well, <laughs> they don't want to see you, okay? They want you to text to them. They are the text they're the text generation. Give them a text. You're going to get an answer back immediately. I'm not saying don't go visit the property ever. You need to visit your properties. But a millennial is going to want to communicate via text. Now, Gen X, right? My generation. How do we like to communicate? Well, personally, I like email. Okay? You can text me, but email's better. I just feel uh, a, a text I feel like I need to respond to right away, and there's really not a, a copy of it. Yeah, I can do a print screen on a text, but email is much more efficient. If I've got everything in writing, it's right there. I'm organized. I can file that email where, you know, in whatever folder I want. But the bottom line, know your renter. And you get to know your renter using the screening that I talked about in the previous segments. Uh, during, by knowing your renter, understand their job situation, right? This is This is all part of superior management. If they're in the tech industry and they're in Austin... Are they in trouble? Are they worried about a layoff? Possibly. Possibly. Call them. Ask them. Talk to them. Right? How can you help? Work work to be a great manager. And if you do that, you're going to end up with a resident that wants to stay there a long time. During COVID, we had to get creative and help some people out. But it kept the turns. It kept our businesses running. It kept our properties full. We did better than folks that didn't utilize the best practices that we did. And without the turns, you're not losing the money. So if they're staying there longer, you're helping them find a way. Uh, they've got to uphold their obligations, right? We can't have people living rent-free, but there are ways to essentially, it's a balancing act, but uh, there, there are ways to it. Now, also, know your community, right? It's more than just your your product, but what's your community? Are there a lot of kids in your community, especially if you're uh, on the apartment side of the investing community? When I say community, know everybody. W what kind of community do you have in that apartment, right? Are there lots of kids? If you've got lots of kids and you're a great lead investor, you might have after school programs. You might think about ways that you can improve that community, Resident events, right? If you've got resident events, more people are thinking of this in an apartment complex. This is more of my home. This is where I live. You're turning that apartment complex. That's a, again, that's a word that we don't necessarily use at Lifestyles Unlimited. We own apartment communities, but we buy them. They're complexes because they're poorly run, poorly maintained. Uh, everything about it is in disrepair. And we turn that complex into a community, right? We can't guarantee safety, but we can try our best. We can put in 
lighting, make sure all areas of the property are lit. We can put in cameras. We can fix the stairs. We can fix the sidewalks that are all beat up out of shape and potential tripping hazard, especially for a young child or, or an older person. Uh, we can fix the potholes in the parking lots. I had a lead investor just a couple of weeks ago, and he went to the city because there's a street that basically blows through a couple of his apartment communities. He's got one on one side and one on the other, and there's a ton of kids that walk to school that way. He went and found a, a local city council person, and they put speed bumps on the streets, right? We can't guarantee safety, but we can sure try our best. And if you've got residents living in your apartment community, they know that you care about them, that you care about the asset, that you care about the community, they are going to want to stay there. I know lead investors that offer English as a second language classes. They're in, in the back room of the office. They've got someone that comes in twice a month and, and works with folks to help them. Think about that. Think about living in an apartment and it's so much more than apartment. I know leads that have had job fairs at the apartment community. I know leads that have had uh, uh, grocery delivery programs essentially for the needy that uh, like a meals on I don't know if it's a meals on wheels, but they found a local church to team up with that provides extra food maybe for those that are struggling. So knowing your community, making that better, maintenance and management, quick responses, same policy for all. Uh, if you're doing that and you're on top of it, your residents are respecting where they live, pick up the trash on a daily basis, watch the landscaping, take care of the exteriors, take care of the roofs. Also, let me ask you this. If you're owning an apartment community, what kind of amenities do you have? Dog parks, common areas, pools. This is all part of this best product, best price. And it's what enables us to be just so darn successful. My name is Mike Harrison. I want you to remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.